With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Do you need to be a student here? No, you can just... No, you can... Something just stung me. Hello, and welcome to The Stinger. The Stinger is a quick, to-the-point podcast where we're going to focus on some Horton-related subjects, but just one at a time, um, and try to kind of get you out in that 15 to 20-minute range, long enough to maybe go to the grocery store or commute back and forth from work, that kind of thing. I am Zachary Brown. I'm a writer at The Hive, and tonight I'm joined by Jack Simone. Jack also writes at The Hive, but he co-hosts his own Celtics podcast, which is going to be relevant to our subject today. The podcast is called From the Rafters. Jack, how are you doing tonight? Pretty good. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited. Me too. Thank you for joining me. Jack, our subject tonight is Terry Rozier, and specifically his performance against the Warriors on Saturday. Hornets beat the Warriors 102 to 100. It was a crazy end to the game. Oh yeah, I've had a long <laughs> love-hate relationship with Terry Rozier, obviously going back to the time he was on the Celtics. And this was one of the this, the best performances I think he's ever had. Obviously he had those ones against the Bucks when he was uh, in Boston, but this one was just, he like, he was incensed. He, he could just get whatever shot he wanted. You're 100% right, and we're going to go through the statistics and that kind of stuff, but I need to lay out the like clutch performances that Terry had in this game. So he ended this, the first half, he buzzer beater. We come into the third and fourth quarter. The Charlotte Hornets are spent. Draymond bails us out right at the end <laughs> and gets two, picks up two technical fouls, and Terry Rogier has chosen to shoot these free throws and he's cold as ice. People are going to talk about the the game-winning shot. But to hit these two technical free throws, so nobody's standing around you. There's no dap up between the shots or anything like that. And he just got ice in his veins. It, it was crazy to watch him not even think it's a big deal that he's making these foul shots. Um, I may be a little too excited about the <laughs> foul shots. But then after that, just an amazing – the ball comes off his knee – on on the dribble he collects it and hits the like foot on the line two-point shot to win the game tell me what you were thinking when that was happening it was wild I was just sitting in my chair I was actually watching it with a friend like they were on FaceTime and they were a second ahead of me so I heard like a gasp and I was like no way he hits this shot because as soon as I heard the gas I was like this has got to go to Terry Rozier right he like you said he just hit those free throws and he, he was just carrying the Hornets like no, no one else could get things going. And they were just like, all right, Terry, do your thing. And then I see him fade in the corner, some solid defense by the defender too. And he just, he sinks it. And, and it was just I, like, you could see the sadness on Juan Toscano Anderson's face after he hit it. It was just, of course, Terry Rozier hit the shot. That's what was going through my head. The unwavering confidence. It was like, like, come on, man. And LaMelo picks him up. It was amazing. 
the the reaction with Lamelo just hugging him and the pure <laughs> joy on his face. I don't know if you got to see the um, interview after the game. Yeah, but, I uh, did. Yeah, uh, he got drenched by Graham <laughs> and Ball. It was a really big celebration. I didn't know that Terry Rozier had it in him to carry teams like this. I know that the Warriors were short-staffed. I know that it's a middle-of-the-season game. It's kind of the dog dog days of the season. But to watch Terry Rozier carry a team who was otherwise kind of uninterested in winning this game, that there was a lot of times where the Hornets could have taken the bull by the horns but ended up letting offensive rebounds go, and then the Warrior, like Draymond, hit a couple threes at the end. I really thought we were letting this game slip out of our hands, and Terry carried us. When he was on the Celtics, did you see any of this in him uh, when he played there? Yeah, there was one game in particular, actually. it was There was a the whole thing. The Celtics were playing the Bucks. I think it was the 2018 playoffs in the first round. It was game one. and Or maybe, I forget what game it was. Terry Rozier called Eric Bledsoe Drew Bledsoe, who, if you don't know, is a, an old Patriots <laughs> quarterback. And so Drew Bledsoe, like the quarterback, came to the game wearing uh, a Rozier jersey. It was a whole thing. And then at the end of the game, Terry Rozier hits a step-back three-pointer over Eric Bledsoe to seal it. The game ended up going to overtime, but like that was the only other time I've seen Terry Rozier like just step up in the clutch. Like that whole playoff run when Kyrie was out, when Hayward was out, it it was all Terry Rozier, and that's what I saw last night or in the Warriors game over. Yeah, on the Warriors game on Saturday, eight of eleven from the three-point line. He was six hundred from the from the field goal. It it was a great performance, and I wonder what is rolling around in the mind of Mitch Kubchak? Like, does this, does this make a beefier kind of trade chip for the trade deadline? Or do you see some kind of future in which Terry Rogier can be a part of this team going forward? Yeah. I mean, and two of those three pointers I thought should have been four point plays. I mean, he got tackled a couple of times, but there were some fouls not called for sure. Exactly. Exactly. But in, in terms of a trade piece, I've kind of kind of been like going back and forth between this. Like you said, is he just, you know, increasing his value around the league and they want to run with the Lamelo ball, Devontae Graham backcourt. Do they run Terry and ball and bring Devontae Graham off the bench? Cause he said he's, he, he's stated he's okay with that. So I'm leaning more towards, you know, keep Terry around. Cause if he can have a performance like that once in a while, that's so valuable to the team. So it's tough at the same time, though, because they could try to trade Terry and get some nice young assets and draft picks to build for LaMelo Ball in the future. But Terry's only, what, 26, 27 still? So it's not that's like he's like not in his old. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's he's not old. He's a, He could be a main part of this team. You see the big numbers with uh, hitting over 40 twice. This is his third consecutive 30-plus uh, performance. Consecutive, mm-hmm. which means he's just scoring the ball everywhere. His fourth? Was that his fourth? I'm um, yeah, sorry, it's his fourth. Yeah, I just, I just looked up the stats. That's crazy. It's insane. And you'd think that because of that, you'd have other players kind of watching the ball, not being involved. The Hornets are still assisting. The Hornets are still making that ball buzz around the three-pointer. And Terry is just a great fit in the offense. No matter if it's LaMelo beside him or Graham, it's been really fun to watch them incorporate all these, these three guards in there. There was a Boston team that kind of did this thing where the, there was a lot of outside shooting paired with the inside are you are you seeing any matchup with that? Are you seeing any similarity 
It's tough because Kemba and Rozier, I feel like, are slightly similar players in the in the sense that they're not like elite playmakers in any sense, but they can get you a bucket. Like if you need a bucket, those guys can get you it. But Kemba has been struggling this year, and a, a lot of Celtics fans frustrate me because they want to trade him, which I think is ridiculous. But it, it's it's so tough to watch because I go from watching Celtics games who are bottom three in the league in assists to watching the Hornets pass the ball like maniacs and just get all these assists and play beautiful basketball. So it's definitely frustrating to watch. The only real like connection I can see between the two teams is obviously that, you know, Terry and Kemba, like being led by point guards who can, you know, get you a bucket. But the difference is the Hornets have a system that allows Terry Rozier to not only get those buckets in isolation, but he's great off the ball too. So like you can just run a screen for him. He can catch it in the corner and shoot it. Kemba can do that, but they just don't have that playmaking in their offense. So I think that's where the Hornets edge out the Celtics, at least in that regard. And it was just great to see, you know, as Hornets fans, we saw Kemba so many times put Mm -hmm. a team on his back, put four other players who, like I promise, we're just disinterested in scoring the ball, sometimes even catching regular passes. He would hit shots that would be amazing, especially for a guard of his stature to hit. And we saw that in Terry on Saturday, and it was just great to watch. No matter what happens in the future, no matter if there's a move at the trade deadline or, hey, you know, he's going to be less involved in the guard work to continue. I will always remember this performance from Terry because he showed up when the team wasn't as motivated as it should have been to get the win. And he carried us to a win. And I think there might be some playoff effect. Some like, hey, when the cards are down, we have a guy we can go to. We have a playmaker. We have a scorer with the potential of LaMelo and with what we already know of what Graham can do. I think it's just another third weapon that could be interesting, could be squirrely, and that maybe even a second round playoff bit. 100%. And I think I said it earlier, Terry Rozier just has this unwavering confidence that you don't see in a lot of players. Like Gordon Hayward, he misses a couple shots, maybe he opts to pass the ball. Same thing with LaMelo, same thing with Graham. Terry Rozier's just chucking it. And sometimes you need a guy to just chuck up that shot and get hot. And if he misses, he goes over four from the field, he's still chucking those shots. And I think there's some value in that, especially on this team. You really do, and he usually doesn't do it. I usually don't see him do it early in the shot clock. You know, you yeah. don't want a uh, heat check guy who's just chucking it up and not in the flow of the offense. When he has an open shot, he's willing to take it. And a lot of the times, Jack, we're seeing it go down. A hundred percent. This this four game stretch we talked about, and even throughout the whole season, he's just been on a burner. He's averaging over twenty right now. Honestly, could be in all star conversations if it wasn't for the play of Gordon Hayward, who I, I think would get the nod if the Hornets do get an all star this season. And he he's just been a very underratedly important piece to the Hornets this season. We're so excited to see Terry perform like this. We can't wait to see see him perform again. Until then. This has been The Stinger. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We play the Jazz on Monday at 9 p.m. It's going to be quite a task. Jack, thank you so much for joining me tonight. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. Always love to talk about Scary Terry. Peace out. Sure.